Hi, and welcome to the Ready for Polyamory podcast. I'm Laura Boyle, and as always, I'm your host. And I'm here today with Ebony, the person behind the page Marjani Lane, uh, to talk to you about non-binary identity and how it has affected their dating life. This is obviously a topic that I can't personally speak to, so I'm really excited that they came on and gave us some firsthand uh, perspective on this. Um, in general, I am just sort of leading into this interview today and various information about how to follow them and how to follow me will be at the end of the episode. So thank you so much for being with me today, Marjani. Is there uh, anything in particular that my listeners should know about you and your content creation in the area of polyamory? Um. Mm. I guess just more specifically, it's like it's coming from the person or position of someone who identifies as a non-binary, uh, who's pansexual, um, a disabled vet, mm-hmm. and uh, just someone who is black. Obviously, you know that's yeah. some, that's a really big part of my content is making it accessible and you know visually accessible and representative of black people who are in polyamorous. So I think sometimes I've, people forget that a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. As we remember, like, that we don't have a lot of notation, and that's why I made my journey initially was to see more images, uh, educational base with Black people in it. Yeah, and it's been really kind of great and interesting for me to see as a person whose, like, personal community locally is only now starting to be a little more inclusive, to have that mm. view of all of the sort of parts of our community that I don't have access to and probably shouldn't have access to as a white woman. Mm. So I really appreciate your coming on to talk to me today. And I wanted to talk a little bit with you because some viewers and listeners rather have asked me about um, the sort of experience of dating from certain intersectionalities that I don't have. I've gotten a lot of questions about dating as a non-binary person and I'm not able to answer them. Mm. Uh, So I was wondering if you can tell me a little bit about how, if at all, your gender identity has affected your dating life as a polyamorous person. Um, It has definitely affected it. Um, I won't always say in a negative aspect. I think that to me, if someone is going to have issues with my non-binary identity or any issues with my gender expression, um, they're not really worth my time in the first place. So I always take it as a loss as more so as like, this is a gain. I didn't lose anything. I'm just, mm-hmm. you know, making the pool smaller. Um, initially when I got into polyamory, I identified as a black woman, um, which is nothing. And to this day, uh, after reading some more thought, think pieces and that I, that I really resonate with from other non-binary people who are black, I am okay saying I'm non-binary black woman mm-hmm. um which was some people like well, well what is that right you know what is that and I, i'm like it's an intersectionality you know mm-hmm. it's the, the fact that i was raised this way a lot of my cultural and also my spiritual ideologies in in the way i feel about myself are through the lens of a black woman mm-hmm. um but i'm also non-binary and so i know that's like uh you know kind of a a, a, a mind breaker for some people but it has affected it i think that if anything, you would think that maybe with different uh, educational access or class and privilege, financial access, that that will change, that will get better. It does not. Um, mm-hmm. I would argue that, you know, people get more 
conservative the more money they make. I know that sounds weird when I say that. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't sound particularly weird to me from the people Yeah. I know in as small a sample size as that is or as anecdotal a sample size as that is, that tracks pretty well, right? The folks who have a lot of money that they're worried about are generally the folks who are on the side of both conservative economics and conservative social values. It all ends up feeding into each other. Yes, and so that so the, usually the the issue with the non-binariness or you know using terms like this is my partner. Um, if they, if I would prefer, <laughs> you know, I would prefer that, uh, that comes to place quite a bit, actually, dating, you know, and, and having to discuss that. So unless it was like a language, uh, translation or a way to, that's a preference for you or something like that, I really would prefer if we use partner and I've had little arguments about that, Mm uh, hmm but not more, not more recently. So the dating process isn't, how can I say this? Sometimes as non-binary people, we just kind of accept things, uh, mm especially hmm depending on how you fall on that spectrum. Um, so originally I was okay with she, they pronouns, I would prefer now they, them pronouns. Um, mm hmm like, am I going to flip a table if someone says she? No, but I'm also not the average non-binary person. Um, and so like, and that's okay, <laughs> you know, but I, but for some people pronouns is like a really big deal. Pronouns are never a really big deal to me too much. Um, Because I know that's for me, for I, how I feel. So it is something that comes up when I go into dating apps. There is no option for non-binary people. You know, they just say female or male. They don't even say, they don't even say man or woman. They say female or male. That's it. I'm like, well, that's okay. More Right, straight for the it's biology, extremely sex, limiting. right? Yeah. Yes. And then they ask for your sexuality. And even sexuality is limited. You know, are you straight? Straight, which I hate that term. Um, or, or gay or, or bisexual that's where that range goes so usually how i can like identify myself is more in the bio biography like hey i'm queer um i'm not binary uh or this is how i perceive myself um and this is how i move i don't fall into alignment of any of these gender ideologies that you feel that women should do you know if i look like a woman to you that's nice you know chef's kiss is okay but i'm not a woman and i'm not going to be doing the things that you expect women to do um i really prefer people to see me as myself ebony Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's how I've always felt. Like, that's why I realized that the gender didn't really resonate with me. And so dating, dating hasn't been hard. It's just that once I find people and it comes up over and over again about gender, I can usually knock that out really quickly. Mm Uh, -hmm. I really let the other be known, like, hey, that's not my jam. That's not for me. If that's how you feel about things, that's how you move. Um, but right now, especially in the Black community, dating for non-binary people, especially if they prepare to be a woman, is incredibly difficult. Um, especially with the with the rampage of the uh, the Kevin Samuels plot. Uh, I don't know if you've heard about those guys, um, but they're very, very misogynistic to the point of violence. Um, so it, it is difficult. And I, I really, a lot of non-binary people and even black women are choosing not to date right now because of that. So I wouldn't fault anyone for not doing that. I have anything, if you do do it, make your filter system strong for every 100 people. someone's going to probably probably won't have to say no to somebody you know like maybe you say like 99 no's and get one yes and even that yes doesn't mean to make it to the end the end of your vetting process so it, it is something that i have to bring up often and like reiterate but my biggest thing is i'd rather you see me as ebony or my you know ebony who's my name um then this is my this is a girl <laughs> Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. this is what girls You want do to be seen as a person who yeah has all of these dynamics to you, and you want Yeah. them to accept all of those dynamics to the degree that they can Yeah. before you And engage further. yeah. And if you can't, if it doesn't resonate with you, or you can't find some type of 
way to understand it or you if, or just at least communicate with me some things like I, I don't I don't like people just assuming stuff with with my gender um what that therefore means like my genitalia does not mean anything just genitalia for me is there mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, 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 so it has been um well, for me it's been very freeing but it's also been very agitating especially with the dating world at least for the past like four or five years I would say mm-hmm. yeah so some of my local friends who are non-binary have this way that they talk about it where they're like my pronouns are they she but only a limited number of people actually have she privileges at this time because it's basically like either specific folks who have shown respect in other ways by mostly using their they pronouns who they're like okay if there's a circumstance where it feels appropriate to use a she pronoun for me you may do it right but you have to show them that you respect their gender first yeah uh 100 i i still feel uh that my alignment is feminine presentation, masculine, and some type of mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, while I don't, and masculine does not necessarily equate manhood. I want to be clear about that. Um, yeah. Nor does feminine equate womanhood. Uh, so my, my preference is they, them, but my mother still says she and daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, my partner still says she. I've heard him say they too, but he says she. Um, and But it was also like my partner speaks multiple languages. So... Mm-hmm if he's talking to someone about his partner, it's, it's easier to just say my girlfriend and say partner, which is partner might be a whole different thing. And so like, I'm not going right. to the argue. I'm not going to, can be yeah, I'm not going to sit yeah. here and be like, Oh my gosh, like, why did you say this? Because it, it could be in a whole different realm. I don't want anyone to be confused about my relationship to my partner. Mm-hmm. Um, like I'm not just some, you know, fling. <laughs> I, I am, this is my partner, my romantic partner, uh, my intimate partner. Uh, but I will say that I haven't had too many too much kickback the sheet like i said for me the pronouns aren't like the most because my thing is someone can call me they them every day and still see me as a woman yeah i know that for some people um for those of us in the trans community that um because for those who do some non-binary people not all do fall in the trans even though a lot mm-hmm. of trans people don't necessarily feel comfortable with that um myself too i don't really necessarily feel like i'm transitioning for something mm-hmm. um but uh the pronouns are really important for them and I'm not minimizing that. That's fine. Uh, pronouns are not important to me because I realize for myself, especially in my community, um, someone may say they, them all day. They may say I'm non-binary all day. They may say, yeah, they, them, they, them, but something general is going to come up and I'm going to be immediately remembered or referred to as fitting into this category as a woman. Yeah. So I just, I realize it's more so how someone treats me. Are, are you Ebony or do you see me as like the girl, the woman, <laughs> you know, and, and what's really going on in the head? Yeah, but I understand the privilege of saying 100%, yeah. Right, and it's this idea also, you were talking about dating apps. Not only do they make you select a gender for yourself that is only listed as man or woman, it's all about like what you were born with in this like overtly sexualized look at our genitals, right? But also they often only list those two categories for the people you're looking for. And so you may be missing out on individuals who also are non-binary, who you would really like blend well with. Yeah. And also isolates intersex people. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, someone who is yeah non-binary people, it isolates and puts a really difficult position for trans people um, as a whole. Like 
you know, what does what does your genitalia match what you identify as? Like that's that's what the question really is, and it's mm-hmm. incredibly uncomfortable. I wouldn't really think that's appropriate um, at all, personally. Like, and I've had people even ask, like, oh, so what are you? And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, what are you asking me? I'm like, what are you? Me. Yeah, what are you trying to ask me? Like, oh, what what, what type of genitalia you have? Oh, okay, that's what you're asking me. All right, mm-hmm. cool story, bro. So I'll tell you, and then I won't talk to you anymore. I'll, mm-hmm. All right, cool, cool story, bro. Like, you know, that's fine. That tells us that's already telling me where your head is at, right? Um, and I understand that people want transparency, right? Um, and all that good stuff. But like maybe in the first conversation, I don't have to be that transparent. Like maybe that maybe like, like maybe I don't have to tell you exactly right. what's if going we were on. Having this conversation at the grocery store, would you ask that? If you wouldn't, maybe I don't have to answer it. Yeah, it's the first conversation. We we haven't even I don't even know your last name, brother. Like, you know, like, you know, and it's something that uh is very that the, the apps are just, you know, and I speaking, I'm speaking to someone that's who predominantly dates. Uh, masculine presenting and mm-hmm. men um present, presenting people and men um the feminine presenting people and the women are equally as worse mm-hmm. i'm not gonna sit here and put a bow on that at all i don't want to believe that that it's i'm only focusing on um cis men it is they're not the only ones out here doing these sweeping in fact i almost feel like my non-binariness is challenged more um in smaller circles by cis women mm-hmm. than it is cis men um I'm not really sure, maybe because cis men, I don't know why, but it seems like there's always like a challenge about it. Like, like, no, that's not what you are, girl. Like, oh, go, Jesus, what? <laughs> like, what in the world? Yeah, so it is something that I've noticed as well when I was dating. The women are, are actually a little more bold with this. some of the things they say. It's kind of ugly, mm-hmm. to be honest. Yeah. I feel like some of that might come out of the, like, cultural expectation that women police other women's womanhood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, follow a certain path or mold and so if they're still seeing you as that rather than as yourself it fits into their path of well of course you're not this other thing you're a woman like us yeah you look like me like you know you know i mean you you dress the way i would dress you have certain features that i have so you're there for this and why aren't you doing this it always Mm -hmm. just translates it always goes from this to this it's always like some type of like a manifesto they have in their head of like why i'm not doing this and then you just haven't right you know one of the worst things i've heard is you just haven't right met the right man and i'm like that's yeah that's never not mean i've seen in my life like you know like you think that this is a magical man is gonna like you know what let me be in the house in the kitchen barefoot and pregnant with a dress and and and, and cooking uh biscuits with molasses like it's 1955 what are we doing no no ma'am no ma'am so yeah that is something that i've noticed as well um and it's disheartening especially as someone who practices uh uh various various forms of spirituality in the black community and mm-hmm. a lot of spaces that are cultivated for spirituality, which is really important to me and my polyamory, like really important, really integral to my understanding of mm-hmm. love, uh, are curated by cis black women. And for cis black women to say that, it just isolates me in those spaces. Like I felt mm-hmm. really like, geez, like, like can I just can, can we not make it all about gender today? Like can right, this be like held just, out a step from the community by their attitude? Yeah, yeah. And so like I'm been seeking out more like queer friendly um like hoodoo or ifa spaces that are better for us um mm-hmm. it's just really hard sometimes because it's like a hyper focus on gender and what gender mm-hmm. can do yeah so do you think that in the non-monogamous community folks are a little bit better about this or do you think it's about average compared to folks outside of this i know you're not necessarily dating monogamous folks or perhaps you have met some where that made more sense even though you're yeah. non-monogamous but 
in a sort of general sense, are polyamorous folks a little more understanding or a little better at this? Or is it about average across the board? It's average across the board. It's average across the board, um, for sure. Uh, my primary partner is monogamous. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't really, the, the gender thing is not really at all really a big deal. Not that I've noticed unless there's something he's not telling me. <laughs> it's, not, it's not really a big deal. Um, like it's really like the last, the least of his thoughts and worries and concerns. Um, and then my prior partners, they were uh, polyamorous or not monogamous, not really a huge deal. Um, but I know that in the community as a whole, uh, mm -hmm. it's about the same. Like, you know, if you go into any of these uh, polyamorous spaces that are cultivated on Facebook or uh, Clubhouse or anywhere, it's yeah. going to be focused on gender. Like, this is what women do, and women are supposed to do this. And, like, you say non-binary, and people, like, they don't understand what you're talking about. They're like, what are you talking about? Like, you know, you just don't know what's going on. Or, like, you guys are always confused. And, like, oh, it's the rainbow community, which is funny. It's funny to me. It's always like this reference to the rainbow community and, like, you know, what we're doing. But it, but people's wives and their, 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 their wives or their girlfriends are bisexual. It's like this, like, cognitive mm -hmm. dissonance that's going on, this internal, like, it's transphobic. I mean, this is what it is. It's just transphobic. It's something else to discuss. It's transphobic. Um, but everyone, the Raymond community, I'm like, you do realize the word bisexual is in that, like, that long, that, right. <laughs> that you breakdown. You understand that your wife yeah. is in the alphabet mafia here. You don't need to. <laughs> the alphabet mafia. <laughs> just a bunch of, just a bunch of people with, with random genders, expressions <laughs> with, uh, in the mafia hanging outside with beers. Yeah, it, it, it definitely, uh, there's some deep kind of dissonance and it's incredibly toxic. Like even some of the spaces they, they always ask about, it's always chander. Like, what do you do as a woman? I'm like, well, as a person <laughs> who has thinking abilities or a brain uh, related to my gender, I will tell you that this is a decision. Like, it's just really odd to me. There's a focus on that so much. Um, it's, it's not any better. I'm not gonna argue it's not any better to me. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I mean, I haven't seen any hints that it's particularly better just like it's not particularly better for folks who have been victims of sexual assault or have been abused where like we were talking about how the polyamorous community is not like lifted up on some plane of understanding <laughs> where no. we're doing a better job on all of these issues we're just not it's all made of people yeah i even argue that um something i was a long time ago when i was navigating the bdsm community um the swing community was that when you have these subsections or these alternative lifestyles and like these like subsections of society, mm -hmm. I argue that the conscious society become more concentrated, they become mm -hmm. more intense. Um, like, cause obviously if you're just walking outside and jam pop, jam pop, no one's going to be like, no, you're not binary. Like, yeah, it's not, it's not like uh, you're at this grocery store. Like yeah. when we go to a play party and they're using terms that are like exclusive of your gender mm -hmm. or they're um, saying that this is what, or when you're in BDSM is old, this is what women like. Mm -hmm. They like assuming all women are submissive, and because you look like that, you automatically get thrown in that category. It's just like a double whammy, you know. I, I, I've always felt like when you go into these subsets, these like side communities, people get more this concentration of transphobia, homophobia, biphobia, sexism, racism, all that gets more intensified. Like, I will like die on that hill, <laughs> I will die on that hill as someone who, who's always deep into like the alternative communities whereas I'm gaming or I'm like a part of the, the botanical community where it is I've noticed that these these things become more concentrated and mm -hmm. more intense um and in polyamorous community it's not exclusive of that at all yeah I feel like people in these smaller subset communities like in my local kink community this is definitely a thing 
um, but they get very in their head about whatever they decided was how the world worked because that's how so the ones who are negative are so deeply entrenched to negative that you could tell them a hundred times that you are not a woman and a hundred times they'd be like okay baby girl come over here like, <laughs> i'm sorry i didn't tell you that i wanted to be anybody's baby anything <laughs> no they're, they're so yeah they get really like sucked up into it and i think because of the 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 slight taboo culture shock, the like the little token of being like, oh, I'm polyamorous, right? You know, mm -hmm. like, oh, 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 like it, 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 they therefore feel like they are like incapable of doing such things. Like, mm -hmm. oh, I'm not transphobic because I'm polyamorous. Those are not correlated at all. Nope. What are you talking about? Like, what? Are you, how are you? Like, oh, what are you? What are you talking about? Like, what are you talking about? Like, oh, I'm not homophobic. I'm bisexual. I don't know if you know what that you means. Could be though. <laughs> <laughs> So, so that's something that I've noticed too. It's very, it's very much so you can, you can't even like, I don't even bring it up anymore, like in those spaces, um, cause it's not really worth my time, but I also want to be clear that I'm aware of the privileges I have to mm -hmm. not have to navigate those spaces, um, at all. I don't have to even look at someone. I don't have to, I don't even, in my, even my work environment, if you mm -hmm. misgender me, that could be a bad day for you. So like, you know, I understand that there's, there's a big level of privilege uh based on how i just like pre present myself as mm -hmm. a very uh aggressive person um financial privilege so access to locations where i don't have to deal with it i can just move mm -hmm. i can just get another job i you know educational privilege of knowing that i can like report you for this um mm -hmm. and not be a loss in my career or detrimental to my day-to-day -day life so i understand that this is not something that everyone can do and feel comfortable with in those spaces that so some people the facebook group is the only place they can go to yeah that's it. They don't have any local community to go to. They don't have the, the means by which to travel somewhere. So they have to kind of, they have to not kind of, they have to deal with the, the, the phobia in those spaces. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely a big issue for some people where they're not situated such that they can go, oh, that person's opinion doesn't matter. Because, well, if that's the only community you have access to and you're not going to go three hours away to the next big city or whatever it is then it is a significantly harder sort of way to be yeah and not everyone's not and i remember i made something a post one day about um you know people deserve quality relationships or quality experiences mm -hmm. a dating experience i'm not saying you have to be with everyone you date you should have a, you should you deserve a quality dating experience you deserve to go on dates that are accessible for you and someone had made a comment to me um who was disabled and they were uh saying that well, I don't want to be like, essentially, like, well, what's the best option is to be alone. And so, like, I realized that my concept is I'd rather be alone to be uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. But some people don't feel that way. And that's not, and like, for me, in like the Aries, Leo, like, arrogant, like, oh, that's a terrible idea. Like, what the, uh, yeah, what, what? Like, but also, like, the logic in me is like, who am I to tell someone that's not the best way to be? Like, you know, they, they, some people rather rather deal with a certain level of something than be alone. I'd rather be alone. Right. Everybody's got a different level set for where it feels worth it to deal yeah. with these difficulties. And yeah, someone's and might be higher or lower than yours. Yeah, like I'm completely fine sitting at home watching TV by myself. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm because I, I, I know that for me, I cannot be comfortable constantly, constantly, constantly fighting someone about my gender. Like if every time, oh, you're because you're a woman. What are you talking about? Mm -hmm. wait, 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 it just need to be done who cares who does it like you know, like who cares who does it like you know like oh well uh 
it's just, it's just, it's just not something that really is a priority of my day. So I do feel like I have to be considerate of that when people I say this, I don't really want to feel like I, you have to do it this way. I have privileges to say, I don't have to deal with that. Mm-hmm. And even before I had said a privileges, I had the mindset of like, I'd rather be alone. Just forever be alone. Yeah. Some people do have a harder time reaching that place where they're really comfortable with their own company for lack of a better way of expressing it. Like, it's a little bit of a skill that we're not really taught to have in our society. Like there's a little bit of the American hyper-independence, like mm-hmm. support yourself at any cost, but there's a lot of find the right one and then solve your life problems yep. so that there's gets a... stuck under our skin. Yeah. It's, and that's also that product, that monocompulsivity, I argue in that relationship escalator and all that, mm-hmm. even though it's polyamory, it still gets kind of like, weave into our process of like needing to find the one or need to find at least one person to be with um you know and i'm not and i not being alone like mm-hmm. everything i've thought about i've thought about being doing alone before i thought about having someone there mm-hmm. like even right now one big thing i'm having with my partner is like i'm trying to remember i remember just how to and i'm solo poly to be clear so doing stuff doing stuff together making plans together does not work in my head like i've mm-hmm. always do, i always do it alone before i do it with, with someone else and he's constantly reminding like hey you do realize that like i'll be there like <laughs> you're making these plans and i'm not even in that plan. I'm, oh yeah yeah I, yeah yeah i know you're there but like first i think about it myself because things happen and mm-hmm. so like uh and it happened that's part of that part of happened dependence a product of my personality disorder um so but the gender thing, yeah, I just, I'd rather just be alone. If I got to deal with that every day, I got, I'd rather be alone. I promise you. I can't take it. I can't. It's, it's so, because I wasn't raised that way. My mother did not raise me with gender. And when people say that, they're like, what are you talking about? My mother did not raise me with gender. I was not raised in a home where gender was like profound a thing. It was like, I raised a child to an adult. You would do what children do and you'll learn things that adults need to do. And that's it. There's no like, this is what women do. Like, it was never that. Mm-hmm. I don't. Don't no, it was never that. women do the managing and men only do chores when they're ordered to explicitly with eight point instructions. Nobody ever gave you that, right? No, no. And even though our culture in the background is constantly making jokes about it, you were like, but that's not how it works at home. No, Nobody's I got to do that. I didn't perceive gender for myself. I'll be really honest. I never perceived gender for myself until I was in middle school. Mm-hmm. And I knew, like, yeah, like, like, oh, I'm a little girl. Like, but like, I wasn't like, that wasn't like really like a thing for me. It was just like a, oh yeah, that's the thing I can check off on the box and ask me. Like my mom said, they say this, you're a girl. Like, and you know, when I go to the store, when I used to buy clothes or when she bought clothes, I wasn't buying clothes at six, but she was buying clothes for right, me. But when you were there yeah. with her. <laughs> yeah. All my, it's pictures of me and my brother wearing the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. Literally the same exact thing. Very uh, gender neutral or masculine type clothing because I want to wear those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, like in school, I would go from wearing, on middle school, I would go from wearing a dress on Monday to a pair of like, you know, masculine, very masculine presenting clothes the next day. Uh, very, like very, <laughs> like saggy pants, like that, that type with like yeah. the, the Jordans, like I was that kid. Um, so going to society and going to dating and having to, to subject myself to gender is absolutely not, it's super traumatizing. I would never want to do that. I can't do that. Yeah. It's one of those things where the people who would ask you to do that aren't who you want to be seeing anyway. No, no, so. No you get to choose the level of the level and direction of presentation that you're comfortable with yeah and, and i argue okay and i argue to people who's listening like to think about that like gender is a people may disagree with me i don't it is what it is i feel like gender expressions of some form of performance mm-hmm. um i don't like performing i don't like putting on 
for a show. So mm-hmm. when I come home, I don't want to still perform gender. Like I know there's some places where I have to perform gender um, because it's livelihood, right? It's mm-hmm. a little livelihood. When I go to a doctor and they're, you know, I'm going to, uh, granted Planned Parenthood has gotten so much better, but mm-hmm. you know, before they were not like this, where you go to get birth control or whatever, they're calling you woman, 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 women, mm-hmm. women, girl. Like it's like, and it's like all Women's these like, health. Right? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Whole thing, which we've only now started saying reproductive health instead. Like, yeah, come on, guys. yeah, like, come on, really? Like, I'm not the, the and I was, and I remember actually going to last time I went to Planned Parenthood, there was a, um, we were talking actually, and uh, there was a, uh, well, that was there, a, there, uh, he was trans, he was a trans man, and he mm-hmm. was talking about like going in there for birth control. And I was like, oh, so how does that work for like, you know, your hormones and stuff? We're just having a general conversation. It was just nice to like, we had to start talking about something random and then he starts talking about his his gender and i was like oh well, i'm not binary you know like and, mm-hmm. and these are online that we could pick what what, what terms they want to use for us and like, yeah and i'm like it was just very validating and not only was it validating to do it online it was validating to actually be referred to that when i got mm-hmm. into the, to the place and so i got tired of performing gender and i don't want to perform gender at home so i think i urge people who are listening to this who are thinking about who are non-binary you know Obviously, there's like certain things that you might feel like are a big deal, not a big deal for you. But don't don't continue to perform something at home. You want at home, you want to relax. You don't have to. Re- you don't want to be reminded every day of something that you don't identify as. If someone's con- using dead names on you or misgendering you, uh, not okay. I'm sorry. I, and I know everyone has like, well, I don't want to be alone. I'd rather be alone. Mm-hmm. And at some point, you may be alone if that relationship becomes because that's toxic to me someone knows yeah. this is about you and they love you and they continue to do this to you that you have to distance yourself from them as you would anyone else that was doing that to you i would hope right you have to build a home that is a safe space for yourself even if it means that it's a home that you reside in alone yeah yeah or you know distancing yourself people are lying or mi- minimizing the access someone has to you mm-hmm. if i know someone's going to gender the death out of me like just put it like just like oh my gosh you, just, I, I don't have time for that it's all right it's, all right, it's enough to deal with as is on my day to interaction at work um online like i see stuff that i'm kind of remember like i'm reminded like oh yes yeah, someone forgot they didn't know my pronouns or they them and i prefer they them unless i know you personally and then maybe you call me she but like it, it, and so like i'm like hey could you change the pronouns please you know like, and not like to be like that like i don't i don't be like that person like uh you know but i also really don't want people to be comfortable calling me she well right especially if it's something like your content creation where they're sharing things and using the wrong pronouns for you in a way that might be visible to many other people they're then giving a whole set of other people your wrong pronoun you know like yeah the pronouns that don't match yeah it's like, I'm not, okay. yeah, it's not, not okay, not for me. Uh, and I try it, but like I said, I'm, it is a new transition. I know people are kind of getting used to it. I've always preferred, uh, I don't, the, the pronouns for me, deep down, like deep down my heart, if you ask me, my core is all in my heart. I don't care. Um, mm-hmm. But I understand that the first betting thing I get for someone is when I can see if they're going to actually use the pronouns correctly. Mm-hmm. If they're actually going to consider like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, you know, I'm sorry, like they, them, or, or like, oh, I'm sorry for saying that you know, or like recognizing that I don't want to be put into these gender positions because I don't feel comfortable with them. I love cooking, but I don't like cooking because I have a vagina. Excuse me. You know, like that's not, that has nothing to do with anything. I just like to cook. Like, it has nothing to do with anything. Like, that's not. Your vagina is not holding the knife and chopping as you prepare. Yeah, that's just like, it's like, put you it on the table. It's like, <laughs> yeah, like, like, I somehow, when I was born, was bestowed with all the cooking and cleaning 
uh like systems of all the entire world like I, i'm not inherently better at cooking or cleaning than anyone else like mm -hmm. you know i just i just it's just really frustrating especially in the polyamorous community especially in the black polyamorous community where we're where people are weaponizing polyamory uh to deal with capitalism and black women's bodies are used as sources of capital um or capital i it's, it's, that's a deep thing i'm saying i know it was like layers to it so that's what i'm fighting all the time mm -hmm. is you know first i do identify as a non-binary person after reading some thought pieces and really thinking about it i identify as a non-binary black person black woman and i really feel comfortable with that um i feel like i'm not losing something that i thought like i was losing before um and not I me mean, not that i think anyone else thought that but <laughs> in my mind i feel like i'm not losing something right mm -hmm. uh and going to spaces and seeing people talk about polyamory and black people fight against capitalism and how racist it is and how it affects us negatively there's always focus on polygyny or a man mm -hmm. with multiple women so when i look this way and this is like a really uncomfortable thing for me when i look this way i have to be thrown into that position like i've considered mm -hmm. surgeries and i don't think people understand like how deep that is i've actually had a conversation with another binary person and a, uh, a few other black people on clubhouse about how i've actually considered like and we've talked about it considers like um top surgery or mm -hmm. some type of, or, or even hormones to say, like, not, and not for me, like, just, just, just for people to leave me alone, like, don't right. throw me in that space. Right, just to match your presentation to your identification so that people don't then put you in that role of Black womanhood is for building these households that can fight against capitalism more, yeah. or things like this, that you've chosen not to be engaged in as a solo polyamorous person. As not only a solo person, a solo person who's really focused on decolonizing non monogamy mm -hmm. as a whole, especially polyamory. Capitalism is not my jam. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. I benefit very heavily from it. I'm not going to say I'm put a bow on it, but I benefit heavily because of education, mm -hmm. which was inherited. Okay. <laughs> you know, like these are things that, and, and, it, and I wouldn't have had to fight so hard mm -hmm. if I was white. And we all know this. It's not a discussion if I was a white if i was a white heterosexual everybody man i'll be living the best life you know like, mm -hmm. wouldn't we all like you know, like, no, you know but so, instead yeah. you just approached life with the grit and aggression of an even mediocre white man and so <laughs> you've just, been able to go the lengths that you can go yeah because of that right like yeah and, and so and, and it's just something that you know in those spaces there's so many spaces because it's 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 survival when mm -hmm. when when there's people looking to polyamory for options to get out of poverty um and still laying back onto the things that have worked before which is gathering a bunch of women mm -hmm. uh and and to be clear gathering a bunch of women is not something that started at the at the off the backs of of white colonialism I, mm -hmm. i'm not trying to someone's some of those people we don't want to hear this but you know uh, misogyny predates colon, colonialism sorry I'm sorry. It was happening everywhere. Misogyny's in the Bible. Like, it's going on <laughs> everywhere. You can read the Old Testament and there's misogyny yeah. happening. Yeah. Like, So misogyny was happening in every continent on, on the planet. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, people just had, a, you know, the white man said a different way of doing it. You know, like it was, it was just a different way of doing it. And so that's why when I see spaces, I understand that the pure desperation of needing to get out of poverty, of needing to be comfortable and of seeing, hey, this can benefit all of us but then it's always focused on multiple assigned female at birth people. I'm gonna say, let me say that better. If assigned female at birth people who appear to mm -hmm. be women, 
because if they if they are a trans man, um, they may then be excluded. Yeah, maybe excluded. Um, they'll be excluded, or if they don't look a certain way. Uh, now I'm I'm actually being really kind. If they're if they're um if they're visibly able-bodied, mm-hmm. visible, they look able-bodied. Like it's so many layers to this, and it's very just. Mm, I don't like it. I don't like it, and it's very hard. I, I, the fact that I even considered that, uh, I felt some shame for myself a little bit, and then I had to like realize, no, that's not shame. You were just what you said. Like I was trying to make one thing match something else, so I would stop being thrown into this category. Mm-hmm. Um, so it took me some time to really be okay with my body as a non-binary person. Right. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, that was a lot. <laughs> yeah, like it's this thing of knowing in theory that non-binary people don't owe anyone androgyny of presentation unless they want it doesn't make it easy to exist in this world without it because it's one of those things that is sort of piled for social capital on top of these other intersections yeah and then what's the standard for androgyny twiggy the mod, right. you know, like I don't know, I like Twiggy. She was beautiful. Um, but like, you know, right. like, but it's a specific look that many of yeah. us could not have, no matter how many yeah. surgeries we had. Yeah, I'm not a small, petite white woman. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Yeah, I am far from that. So, like, you know, if you're not, you know, a, a whopping hundred ten pounds five two, you're screwed. Sorry, mm-hmm. you know, like that's how it is. And so, like, it is kind of like that feeling of, you know, you damn if you do, you damn if you don't. Mm-hmm. Um, I've built tough skin to the point that, and I shouldn't have tough skin, I shouldn't have to have tough skin, right? I should just be able to exist, but in polyamory, but one thing I've noticed is my issue isn't just with the necessary dating. I've noticed I've had issues with dating, but I've had more issues with my metamors, with my gender. Yeah. Um, and I always wanted or desired a kitchen table dynamic, but I realized about four years ago that that was not really realistic for me anymore um, because I can't, I'm not, the, the, the sets of rules and things I'm using to find my partner, my partners are not doing that with their partners. They have their mm-hmm. own set of rules and expectations. So if my partner is not non-binary, they're not thinking about certain things. So mm-hmm. when they're, you know, like, because sometimes they say, oh, this is my partner, they, 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 them, they, them, they, them. Or even if uh, they say she, right, because I'm not really crazy, I'm not really, like, wild about the pronouns, so I don't really care too much mm-hmm. about them, but... And, I, and they so they said, oh, okay, she, whatever. It immediately drops down like a hundred things. So mm-hmm. it's like, oh yeah, because our partner that we share is a cis man, we as women should cook him breakfast. Oh. Well, you do that if you're happy to, but. <laughs> like, don't, don't make it seem like we're just like floating daisies for this man. Like, you know, like, and even for me, even as a, if it identifies a black woman in that realm, I, that's not what I'm doing. Like, like if I want to do it, so that's that's something I also had a really hard time was with with the uh, or the taboo fetishization of being non-binary. I don't know if anyone can even resonate with that when I'm trying to say that, but it's like this idea that if you're like in the the as you say the alphabet mafia that you're somehow the transcend sex that you're just like this like sex god this mm-hmm. hypersexualization. I don't know if anyone can identify with that, but that's something that definitely is an issue with metamors i've noticed i mean as a bisexual person that has oh, been yeah. something that i've gotten from people <laughs> Y'all the peak of that, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. people who are interested in more than one gender have to be like the most getting around and the best at this because they've been getting around so long right like and you have to sit there and be like well you're sort of not wrong but <laughs> you're wrong for having that attitude 
but you're just like this like you know you're like the, the pinnacle of sex so yeah the, the, the bisexual like fetishization mm-hmm. is like the peak it's peak <laughs> it's peak it's definitely peak and that's something i know like oh i don't want you to think that, that i'm like some type of like special person like it didn't help that a lot of times my polyamorous love style overlaps with bdsm and mm-hmm. the swing community for myself like for a while so um a few things have happened like i actually made a comment in the chat recently um uh, that i have actually pulled myself out of the swinger bs community due to like just some of the things i was dealing with unrelated to my gender and mm-hmm. just people just overstepping <laughs> like over yeah. as a whole it got to the point it was a uh, incredibly traumatizing and i was like i'm not doing this anymore because i'm gonna go to jail mm-hmm. <laughs> i know me i'm gonna go to jail like i don't want to be in the cop car with like fucking leather on like yeah i told him to stop touching me <laughs> like you know like in a, <laughs> at a party I mean, with like lights yeah right on the one hand i support just turning around and hitting them when they won't stop but on the other hand i don't support doing that when it then gets you in trouble because the wrong people are then making the wrong calls right like this is the one that messed up yeah it's definitely something that um i didn't realize how integral non-binariness is that the word uh was <laughs> to my spirituality and my access to relationships until i started realizing how integral and really they, they, you know like even how i perceive like mm-hmm. how i was so focused i'm pretty sure like people who are cis power agree too who are who are like in the same realm like i just don't want gender to be an issue i don't want like my partner even says like you bring it up a lot like you know i'm like yeah someone like i'm like did you mean all people like i was like like i'd be like you be talking to me i'm like do you mean people or do you mean men and women he's like people i'm sorry people like, okay why well, mm-hmm. just a slip of the tongue or translation he speaks four languages so he's translating yeah as he goes and as, as he goes so i was like so he's like, i'm so afraid i want to make mistakes so i have to be really considerate that like i'm not like being like pressurizing him like that, that you're like yeah you gotta say it right all the time like because mm-hmm. you know i know that he's going from native tongue to french to english mm-hmm. and when it gets to english it's already fucking like you know different so that's different so yeah and it's that thing of over the last i don't know decade or so i feel like people's awareness of neutral language has gotten better mm-hmm. but it's not actually that it on average has gotten better. It's that the people who care to actually use it yeah. now have created enough vocabulary that it's not just throwing in they, them, and person and hoping that it sticks. Like there's a little bit more awareness and willingness to use the language that people prefer, including making up like their own cutesy terms for different neutral versions other mm. than partner. Although, I you like I already use partner for my partner who is a man most of the time because boyfriend feels not strong enough and we're not going to get married, right? Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> like, I understand. <laughs> yeah, I feel the same way. I gotta like, have some way to indicate that. <laughs> like, my partner's good enough for me. Like partner is like the equivalent to me. I don't. I think it's good enough. I don't need to like. Yeah. But I know people are like looking up various ways. Actually, was I have content coming of like. If you don't want to say partner, what you can't say, you know, like, and there's nothing wrong with right. that. Like, I'm, I'm not like, it. We've just started seeing each other. So I'm going to call them a date mate. And I'm like, that's cutesy and ridiculous. I'm happy for you. Just say this person I'm trying to, t- I, I, right. for me, like, I, don't, I know. It, to me, I'm just like, so you're still talking? I don't. Like, we're, we're, we're the process you guys are. We're not really in a relationship. We're like, you know, that we're kind of there. Like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Um, yeah, people are using, I actually I was talking to my partner today about, um, he saw something 
about somewhere they're changing the terms for uh, pregnant women to birthing people. Mm-hmm. And he had made a note. He's like, you know, people are in uproar. He said, you know, he said, but the thing is changing a term isn't going to change the laws. Mm-hmm. It's not changing the laws. I said, thank you for realizing that. Like he recognizes, I mean, he's from Ivory Coast mm-hmm. and he recognizes that a lot of times things are done like face value. Like mm-hmm. when you have the I'm politicians, the, yeah, mm-hmm. the politicians that do like the, the one fist in the air for Black Lives Matter, but then change the fucking law, <laughs> didn't do any type of law changes, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah, I was like, yeah, birthing people for those, for certain people, that would be really good. I said, but for the really poor birthing people, that doesn't mm-hmm. change the fact that they're still poor. That is not yeah. the fact that they have to deal with transphobia when they go into the, into the, uh, to the, the, the workplace like yeah you may say birthing people but is the health department in the backwoods of north carolina where i'm from going to change mm-hmm. what they say to you when they see you mm-hmm. no i don't no 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 and no like, are all these states still rolling back abortion access yes are all yeah, of the yeah. ones that are set up to help people get access still aimed very strongly at just women yeah 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 people i, re- I was reading a thing the other day it was a little blurb i didn't really finish it uh showing two trans men and the difference of experiences they have dealing with, uh, you know, going to the doctor. Mm-hmm. And one of them was actually, the police was called on him because he's black. And they thought mm-hmm. he was stealing from a mm-hmm. store because he was pregnant. And I was like, <sighs> it, it, it even gets that deep to race. Like, mm-hmm. he gets that deep to race. Like, and it's just, like, frustrating. So I'm like, so he was like, yeah, no, he's, I'm all for, like, you know, terms like whatever I don't it doesn't bother me like I mean that's I'm okay same birthing people but he's like you know but does that change does that make it better for you I said no not really mm-hmm. like I I can endure being called a woman as long as you give me the proper care and it's accessible to me endure is not the word I want to use I shouldn't have to endure but right. I rather and I think that's a confusion sometimes when we have that's why intersectionality is so important and putting in pedestaling voices that are marginalized it's not that I'm just non-binary I'm black and I'm disabled but mm-hmm. I also recognize that I have a lot more privileges to go to more forward clinics, right, and, and go to private care where I can mm-hmm. have I have health insurance and I have this money I, I'll spend. Oh, I can spend a thousand dollars somewhere, right? That is not the average American. Yeah, it's damn sure not the average black non-binary person who's birthing. He's a birthing person. It's not. So, so mm-hmm. it, that you saying they them and that's why i say so you saying they them doesn't necessarily mean you feel that way about me it doesn't mean you actually care about me as a person or what mm-hmm. i need or what i desire or things that are expected for me to be able to live and be comfortable it, it just doesn't um it's very frustrating going to stores like target and they're still saying nothing gets target but the target i go to still says like women's stuff like women's i'm mm-hmm. like just the fucking women's department yeah just say products to save menstrual cycle i don't know like oh, yeah. is, is menstrual cycle like a bad word or something like can we- <laughs> stores act like it is my so the target by me has a sign that's like feminine hygiene and next to it across the way is like family planning and under the family planning section they have all the like condoms and things you'd expect and then also now they sell vibrators so all of that's together on the shelf and i'm yes. like this is okay. not the same and all of that is under family planning because they don't want to put it under feminine hygiene. <laughs> Which one is it? Like, what? This it, we can say the word sex. I think we say the word sex. It's okay. I don't think we're gonna like implode. Yeah, we by don't saying need sex. to call it like a like one of them was marked a sexual wellness product, and I'm like, is a vibrator. We can see that it is. Stop. 
<laughs> it makes you it makes you healthier. Did you not know? You're gonna <laughs> you're gonna I mean, have I think it improves my life. Maybe not that particular one, but the ones that I prefer to own. Like, but this like, is a healthy this is this is doctor approved. Like, <laughs> like what Gwyneth Paltrow esque spin is this? You know? Hey, let, let's 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 like, like let's make it like not as like serious. Like, no, I understand. It, it even I so I live in Hawaii. Actually, uh, a lot of things are uh, lubes, uh mm -hmm. condoms birth control not birth control excuse me um pregnancy tests mm -hmm. and uh the abortion pill now they're not called abortion, i'm sorry, not the abortion pill excuse me plan b that's mm -hmm. just two different things uh uh they're locked up mm -hmm. they're locked up and which i think is i have a huge issue with that for for various reasons mm -hmm. um and then it's like so you're standing at this thing and you're standing at this family planning thing and there's like a big light Bloop, bloop, bloop. and i'm like i just want to buy some condoms damn like I, that's all i want to buy and then, and, then, and then they take it away they have to see your id they mm -hmm. take it away you don't get to take it to the front they take it away from yeah. you and you got to ask them with the front and i'm like or one of the worst things i've noticed is um picking up plan b in a pregnancy test mm -hmm. <sighs> my goodness the looks you get i'm like i'd rather just buy this from a freaking what do you call it like a, a, vend a vending machine Mm -hmm. I really rather because people are very just you know or like the worst the worst you see me is I buy a six pack of beer a pregnancy test and a plan mm -hmm. B and people are like what is going on and here I'm like, like what is your life <laughs> I don't I want to be childless for a little longer thank you like you know, <laughs> if I can help it but it, it, even that I just wish I, I would say my I, when I go to Planned Parent it's been really affirming I've been feeling really good about the gender them being used gender neutral uh, gender neutral but also I feel like gender neutral is not they're wrong, wrong gender neutral but i'm also okay with you just being gender specific mm -hmm. like whatever i tell you like don't make it so like sweeping you know like i like just say hey you know what terms you prefer like oh i would really prefer right. if you say what this you like, prefer and we'll use it is better than assuming that everyone wants neutral yeah like i'm okay and even i think people have you know has some hits issues with birthing people mm -hmm. uh because this is alluding to having a uterus and that you're going to give birth Mm -hmm. um that's your own with birth so i mean like thought about like maybe saying like someone who wants to get pregnant or people who are looking to be pregnant versus mm -hmm. birthing people because it does resonate and it still gives that feel of objectifying uh people with uteruses so mm -hmm. um as they can't help themselves they just can't help themselves in society but you know yeah so that that's been that's been something i've been like really happy with lately yeah i've seen one of the things i've seen on the internet around all of this discord course is women who no longer have uteruses due to health problems like who have had hysterectomies going oh but i don't want us all to be marked as birthing people or people with uteruses or whatever we need to figure out a way to identify this that doesn't say womanhood is identical to uterus having right we need to separate mm -hmm. those things because it's still women's health care when i get it it's just <laughs> yeah not birthing people healthcare because i can no longer birth <laughs> like, we like need to when i get my thinking and maybe just refer to the specific person's instance when shopping for like prenatal vitamins or any type of like gendered vitamins um mm -hmm. it's women's health yeah i've even talked about my thing when i was talking about people you know patients at ph balance uh it's going to be labeled as women's health i mm -hmm. you know I, I have pills in there right now that are women's health pills mm -hmm um and i'm like well 
it's just all women? Like since you're saying women, since you're since you're categorizing women, is it every woman? Is it only people who were born with a female sex body? Like, like mm-hmm. what about intersex people? What about them? Like, yeah, yeah. they we just forget about those guys. Like we just like like, like, oh, 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 like I'm like I'm pretty sure they have specific care and needs that may overlap mm-hmm. or may not. But maybe they don't want to feel comfortable with saying women's health if they're not identifying as that. Like, and excluding people's access to that stuff that will things in their health it affects their health yeah it definitely does and it sounds like in general the experience of being non-binary has affected many areas of your life by essentially requiring you to face all of the cultural sort of buildup around the idea of being a woman or not being a woman mm-hmm. in a more pronounced way even then women have to experience it sometimes yeah yeah it's definitely deep um you get excluded or erased uh so to speak and if you don't subject or accept what people are saying in that space about that you have to you get removed mm-hmm. and and i'm saying removed not in the sense of just like you know like like, like simply like symbolically removed you actually sometimes get deleted from mm-hmm. groups or spaces or conversations or ignored um especially when you're not hearing like i really don't like hearing oh this is what women should do this is what men should do when it comes mm-hmm. to polyamory like, this has very little to do with gender um but because black people are so focused on gender thanks to like many many years of of just everything like there's black people who don't even know or even understand that there's their gender and non-binary people that existed in west africa and mm-hmm. still do there's there's orisha and gods that are like that and we just don't even can't even compute can't even compute it right mm-hmm. um i mean just african people feel the same way too but it's, it, it's just it's, it's just something that just takes a while to process like no it has to be this way and i'm like i just like no matter what no matter what relationship you give them whether you give them a past fact or mm-hmm. whether you say hey it doesn't matter they don't yeah. it doesn't work they've, they've been they've been so set in their gender gender is a part of their identity and mm-hmm. which is fine um but it's a part of the identity to the point that they can't just accept it for their identity just make that you just say mm-hmm. that you as a man does this do this don't say that all men do this don't say that all women do this just say that i as a man so as a man this is what men do this is what i feel like i do as a man me myself but mm-hmm. it, that doesn't work and um it's very uh frustrating it does exclude me a lot i know that um being openly anti-gender not anti-gender is one word to use but anti-binary um does make me uncomfortable it does because i don't see it doesn't make sense for me i'm like yeah i don't really see how you're trying to make those things work <laughs> you know like everything is not gendered i'm sorry it's just not it's just something you were socialized to, to, to believe yeah it's a step yeah. outside of that socialization and deciding that you'll only put the performative effort in if it's something where you absolutely have to mm-hmm. that they can't necessarily compute that it's to some extent performative for all of us, but if the performance is well in excess of where your gender is, you are not just uncomfortable doing this sometimes. It's not putting on a pair of heels and not liking them three hours in. It's like getting soul weary of having to perform this version of you that isn't who you are. Yeah, I realized I stopped even using or going into a certain app I really enjoyed before Clubhouse. Mm-hmm. because every room was about gender mm-hmm. and like i can i can easily slid, slide into the black woman's womanhood um because of the way i identify 
but mm-hmm. things I do are not because I'm I I because I'm a woman, quote unquote, the way they see them. Right? I don't do these things because I was born with a vagina. I, mm-hmm. I don't do these things because I have these chromosomes. That and, and then that's very difficult for um, people in general, but for my experience, the black community itself, because everything is has to be this way because of A, B, and C, and D. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, I just don't feel I wasn't raised that way. Like I wasn't even raised that way. Like you know, like oh, you must not have a father. Like no, oh my goodness, like it's like really just ugly things. Like oh, you're just too masculine. Like mm-hmm. and using masculinity as a way to dishevel and de 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 platform, you know, take off de platform your your existence. Like mm-hmm. you're too masculine, so that's why you're getting treated that way. That's also a way to. It's very um. It's very bad. I'm not gonna lie. It's very bad, especially for for black people. You, you the few times you get into a space that may be quote unquote lgbtq friendly they're really just bisexual friendly mm-hmm. and bisexual friendly in, in the interest of unicorn hunting mm-hmm. um and objectification they're not friendly by anything else you know i've seen people go into shambles about black men who are bisexual shambles shambles like say the most i can't even i'm not even gonna say something I'm like what is wrong with y'all like what is wrong with you like did you mm-hmm. forget like i might we we were stolen from a country <laughs> from a from our Ivory people shipped over here 400 user abuse and you have not realized that some of the stuff you've learned comes from that abuse. Mm-hmm. Like, n- I, and it's something that I could never, like, as much, you know, as much as there's allies there, I don't think they were very, not that I need you to understand, but I don't think y'all understand the depth of the depravity <laughs> of the lack of knowledge of self and mm-hmm. what that does to a community. Um, it is it, 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 unhinged at, at, at best, mm-hmm. at best. And so it, it so it's very frustrating going to pause communities and you're, you're non-binary or you're or you're part of the alphabet mafia, right? And you realize, oh, I'm fucked. Like my dating is so that, that's why I even said what I said. Like you know, I'd rather be alone than suffer or deal with someone. But a lot of us just deal with it because what else? Are you, it's like wearing the hills, but the hills are super glued to your feet for mm-hmm. life. You know, so what do you do? Yeah. You know, like what do you do? It's the situation where your dating pool becomes a dating puddle because yes. you just keep yeah. shrinking it and you're like, well, I don't really feel like, you know, scooting my foot across this dating puddle and deciding <laughs> that that's enough, right? I'd rather cool. go swim in a pool, so I'm going to do that by myself. Like, and I really thank you for coming and talking to me about all of this because as you were saying, a lot of it is stuff that I can't fully comprehend, but mm-hmm. it does help to get that sort of firsthand point of view on all of it. Yeah, no, thank you for having me. I really hope this helps some people realize, um, and I wish I'd be clear about how I was raised, where I'm at, mm-hmm. um, because financial, every day I think about, not every day, but like often I think about like my financial privileges, how they've changed my ability to navigate certain things. Mm-hmm. And um, so I want to be clear about that. Like, I, I'm not, I know, to be clear, I was also raised in poverty. I was raised under projects, um, the projects, <laughs> you know, like the hood. Or everyone said, yeah, my mother was that that person, right? Um, but she was also very educated. So that mm-hmm. distinctly puts me into a situation. So I had a lot more advantages than my peers do. And that's where I'm at, where I'm at today. But, you know, I don't, I'm, I, I hope this helps somebody at least understand and give a little, like, I can't, I can't put you in my feet, in my shoes. And if you're someone who is marginalized, you can probably definitely identify. You might even have more deeper issues because I because I'm not uh, 
visibly disabled. So mm-hmm. like that's another layer. I'm not um, impoverished. That's another layer. You know, mm-hmm. um, I'm not considered fat. So like these, there's different. So many layers to this, and it's just it's just frustrating. And I really hope that everyone who listens can kind of find out their standard and prioritize yourself. That's just me speaking a solo poly person. Make yourself the most, the biggest priority in your life because mm-hmm. you only get one life, as we know of. Um, and you, I'd rather, like I said, I'd rather be alone and happy than with someone and sad. I'm sorry, I can't, I can't, I can't do that. You know, and I, I know that everyone agrees with me with that, but I just believe your your peace of mind is more important than anything else. Yeah, caring for yourself and keeping in mind all of those intersectionalities that feed into where you're at. Yeah, a pretty good basis for then managing your life. Yeah. So thank you again for even uh, having this subject. This is really nice. Thank you. You are very welcome. Thank you so much for being with me. So I really appreciate Ebony being with me to talk about these kind of difficult topics of what it's like to be a particular marginalized identity within our polyamorous community and some suggestions for how we as a community can do a little bit better in being inclusive. At the same time, if you're looking to follow them on social media, they are at Marjani Lane on Instagram, and you can find all of their social media, including the accessible version of their Instagram page, at the direct me link that is in the show notes. If you're interested in following Ready for Polyamory, I'd really appreciate if you subscribe to this podcast if you're not already, and leave us reviews on uh, sites like Stitcher and Apple Podcasts. Additionally, my blog is at readyforpolyamory.com, and you can find my link tree in the show notes for all of my social media as well. The next few episodes of this podcast are going to be what turned into a multi-part series on abuse in polyamory that I was really excited at putting it together. Um, I think the combination of academic discussion and personal experience that came out of recording it in several phases is actually pretty cool. So I hope you come back and listen to that with us starting for our next episode. Have a great week, everybody.